The first thing I need to tell you about Akeen Johnson is that he has two versions of his name. There's Akeen, what his family calls him, and Aiken, what he goes by here at East High School. Who's graduating this year? I am. <gasps> is Aiken going to graduate? We're going to lose Aiken. Aiken can't. We're going to cry so hard when he leaves, huh? Aiken. Or, as Miss Bringley, his teacher calls him. Right, Aiken Bacon? Yes. I know, I call him Aiken Bacon. Miss Bringley and Akeen start the day by going over the weather, gluing some cutouts into a little book. This is journal time. Do you know what this says? What, what? do, do you, you like? like? What are you seeing in that picture? I like screen. Yeah. Okay. Aiken Bacon, you are so smart. Akeen is 21 years old. As a special education student, he's in his last year of being able to go to school. In a few months, he's going to leave East. Well, I know that I know that once once I leave, I'm gonna have a better life. Once I leave, once I see different people around me with me, then then my next goal is to find a job. So once I find a job, then I'll be ready for it. This is Exited, a podcast about growing up and trying to find a place where you belong when you've been told your whole life that you're different. I'm Karen Chikurji. I'm a reporter with WXXI in Rochester, New York. I've spent a year following Akeen as he transitions into the adult world. And from the beginning, he told me he wanted to work. I'd rather go to work, like help out with people in wheelchairs. They, I can help out with them. You want to help out people who are also in wheelchairs? Yes. Like in, in, in what way? I have no idea. I just need. I just want to help out with people in wheelchairs. That's that's my next step when I leave from East. For some people with disabilities, the question isn't just can they be what they want to be; it's can they find a place in the workforce at all. On paper, there are services available for people who want to work. But students like Akeen need other people to connect them to those services. And most of the people involved in making a plan for Akeen say he needs too much help, that he's not independent enough to cut it in a work environment. He definitely wants to work. That's all he talked about. Ma, I'm going to work and get you a car. I said, all right, Kimi. I said, what kind of car? BMW. He know the name, too. I said, okay. <laughs> This is Joni Warren, Akeen's mother. I love my son. I'm proud of his accomplishments. He came a long way. Um, without his father, <laughs> his father played no part in anything, but I'm glad he's doing good without him, so I'm proud of him. He came a long way. He fought a good fight. Akeen has cerebral palsy. He gets around in a wheelchair and can only really use his left hand. He's also legally blind. Joni says he was born premature and had to stay in the hospital for a few months. Uh, when he came home, he was on 13 medicines. He had to have every two hours 
until he got better. He gets seizures. But Akim is a very good child. He's never disrespectful. He don't curse. He has a lot of manners. He understands some things. He'll try to act like he knows everything, but he don't really know everything. I told Joni what Akeen had said about wanting to work with people in wheelchairs. Oh, okay. He never told us that. <laughs> he only told he only told about the horses and getting a job <laughs> all day. I want to get a job. I want to get a job. Because one of the people I know, there are a couple of people who work in his classroom. I said, "Could he do this? Could he go get get a job?" Yeah. And I said, "Well, you know, it's complicated because of." Um, you know, him being maybe independent enough, or I, I don't know exactly yeah. what they yeah, were thinking. they say to. he's not ready for that yet, but, you know, down the road he'll get to that point where he'll be ready, but not right now. Look, let me ask you something. They haven't told me that I was, they have not told me what's going to happen with me. They have not even told me what's going to happen. Like, usually they're supposed to tell me what's going to happen with me once I leave from East. But I'm going to have to wait until I see what's going to happen. Because they might switch. They might, stuff might change around here that I will know about. Back at East High School, Akeen's hanging out with one of his classmates, Lewis Ingram. Lewis be sneaking up right behind me. You? Ah, you wait. You wait. Me and you gonna have it out. Lewis uses a device that speaks for him. What did you say? I said me and you. What did you say? I said me and you gonna have it out. I started to ask Akeen how he was feeling about leaving East, but then Lewis and Miss Bringley take over. I am not nervous, and I will miss this clown over here. I'm going to miss. Yeah, I'm going to finish school. Why? Why I'm going to a program? Can you tell me why? Well, because how old are you? 21. And what happens when you're 21? I'm going to graduate and get me a job. That's what happens when you're 21. You leave school, and then you go and work somewhere and do so that you're busy all day long, just like you are at school. I'm busy all day long. Because we told Aiken he's not sitting home watching the television, huh, Aiken? I'm not sitting home watching no television. Uh-uh. You're going to be working. 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 <laughs> working, working, working. What would you like to do if you had the, you could do any job in the whole wide world, Aiken, what would you want to do? Be a nurse. He's a happy guy. He's very social. He loves people. He likes to be busy. This is Keith Sherberger, 
Akeen's Medicaid service coordinator. He's the person who connects Akeen to services that the government provides. One of the things that the schools do now during the transition period, which is from 18 to 21, 22, is they put their students in work experience. A work experience can be an activity or internship that lets students explore interests, but it can also be a way for schools to assess if a student is ready to work. It's huge because in today's system, the focus is on getting people out of school and into work. But more often than not, that ideal is not realized. One report estimates that only 18% of people with intellectual or developmental disabilities get employment services in the general workforce. We knew from his history at East that he was not going to be able to go into the workforce. So their recommendation was that he go to a day program. And. The the recommendation that you just referenced is coming from who exactly? The special education teachers at, at the high school. It's gray. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much up to the team that is working with the student. This is Joni Bringley again, a Keens teacher at East High School. Aiken is one of those people who has a lot of personal needs, so... He wouldn't, be, he wouldn't be assessed for a program with a job coach. I know he was excited, like his dream is to work. Jennifer Anderson also works with Akeen. She's a social worker with an organization called Lifetime Assistance. With Akeen, I don't think it would have hurt for him to have a work assessment. Because I think he has some pretty scattered skills where if you might have been able to find something that he could be successful in. He will never be in competitive employment, no. Joni, his teacher again. There's not a place for him. I wish there was, but there really isn't. He can't be independent enough in a work-based setting. And kids who can't be independent enough in a work-based setting go to a dayhab program. Pretty much. He is as independent as his disabilities will allow. Keith Sherberger, again, Akeen's service coordinator. And in talking to Akeen, I don't even think Akeen sees himself as disabled because he's able to do so much and communicate and, and be around people. Okay, so it's like... I'm hearing you're saying he's got a great deal of independence, and yet not independent enough to potentially be in employment currently. I think that um, his wheelchair and being that he has the use of only one hand is a barrier to employment. And when the day comes that he's ready to go to work, we all need to work together as a team to make sure that wherever he goes to work, Working with what he has, he's going to be successful at it. What do you think that might look like for him? I don't know. I mean, I could just see him as a greeter at Walmart because of his personality. Hi, how are you today? You know, something where he's almost like the 
spokesperson or the um, master of ceremonies, I guess, the greeter, you know, um, so that he's got, always got that interaction with other people going on because that is one of his selling points. But Akeen wasn't synced up with anything like what Keith is describing. We spent a long time trying to figure out whether something could have been done differently to get Akeen a job, or if what his teacher Joni said is true, that there's no place for him in the workforce. But we don't know. We don't know if Akeen's transition would have played out differently in different circumstances. For example, Akeen goes to a school in a district with a struggling special education program. A recent report found a lack of organization at the Rochester City School District has resulted in non-compliance with federal and state regulations. When it comes to career pathways for students like Akeen, the report says there is, quote, an apparent lack of urgency, advocacy, creativity, and planning to provide coherent district-wide programming, end quote. East High School told us that Akeen did get a suitable transition plan, but didn't go into any more details, citing privacy concerns. Once I leave from East, I will not be coming back here. So that means I'm going to a better, a better life where, where, that, where, where I belong. Akeen was referred to something called a dehabilitation program. There are different kinds of dayhab programs, but in really basic terms, it's a service that involves a group of people with disabilities gathering in a place and doing different kinds of activities during the day. We've seen three different dayhab places. So we took him to them, let him get a fill. So we picked out Scottsville Road, where he's going to be attending. This is Joni Warren again, Akeen's mother. So that's what his plans is. He's not going to sit home and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, so he's happy about that. And are, are you happy about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I want him to be doing something, not just sitting home doing nothing. But Akeen's still under the impression he's going to work. I will be going to a better life where they... I will be going to work because sometimes I gotta go to work sometimes to make money. So that means I'm going to work after I leave from here. Sue's plan is to get some experience working with children. At the Dayhab, Akeen and a bunch of other people with disabilities are hanging out. The day has just begun and they're watching Everybody's Working, a video about employment. Have you seen this video before? Yeah, I've seen this. How often do you watch it? I don't. Uh, me? 
I watch this every morning. You watch this video every morning? Mm-hmm. It usually skips from now. Who do you mean skips around? Skip. It usually, like, skip. It usually scratches. Oh, I see. This room is where they start and end the day, and sometimes spend the whole day. There are different kinds of day habilitation programs, with varying degrees of interaction with the outside world. Akeens has both a dedicated space for the group and activities elsewhere. It's run by an organization called Lifetime Assistance. So what do you what do you guys do? Like what do you what do you well, do on a regular basis? Well, on a regular basis, we usually go to Mills on Rose, which is at which is at eleven. I'm not sure. Besides delivering food with Meals on Wheels, they do things like cleaning libraries and firehouses. The idea is they're getting some job skills. That day, the Meals on Wheels route was not wheelchair accessible. So Akeen went down the street to a church. No windows look a mess. So I gotta wipe down these windows. They got all kind of stuff. The church is empty, but Akeen's Dayhab group fills the rooms used for daycare and gets to cleaning. Hey, y'all putting me to work today, huh? Of course we are. Isn't that what you're here for? Akeen's not getting paid because he's considered a volunteer. His Dayhab group only does this kind of activity at nonprofits in the area. He truly feels right now that he is working. This is Jennifer Anderson again, Akeen's social worker with the Dayhab. Even though it's not for a paycheck, he's like, he'll tell me, I love my job, I like working here. And he uses those employment terms for Dayhab. I think for him, this is employment, even though that there isn't a paycheck. I think the feeling of being successful and productive is important to him. And do you, do you think that that, that that is okay? I think with that, since he has to work on some things and get some things, yeah. you know, before his employment, I think it's a good thing. And we're, we keep we keep telling him, I mean, on daily they have groups, employment groups and pre-employment groups and job readiness in his day hab. And that is instilled in him, you know, that this this is, you know, where, where you're going to be, but you're, you're, you're going to be getting a job. Lifetime assistants told us that Every year, a few people leave their dayhab programs for employment services. Akeen, do you how do you how do you feel about this kind of work? It's good. I don't mind doing it. You don't mind it? Mm-mm. I need a clean. I need another paper towel. This one is dirty. And then I'm done. To see photos and hear more episodes of Exited, go to exitedpodcast.org. Exited is produced by Veronica Volk and me. Denise Young is our executive editor. Juan Vasquez is our digital producer. Melinda Ruit is our photo intern. 
Elisa Orlando is the Senior Vice President of Television and News. Our news director is Randy Gordman. Next time on Exited. Pretend that you can't talk. Okay, so can't talk, then what do you do? But you understand everything, so then you rely on your other senses. One family talks to us about what it's like to support someone who doesn't communicate in traditional ways. Exited is a production of the Inclusion Desk at WXXI. The Inclusion Desk is funded in part by the Golisano Foundation, supporting Move to Include programming on WXXI and working toward a more inclusive community. This program is a production of WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.